welcome back to the show that is fighting tooth and nail for that ever-important momentum, it's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am so thankful for my capable tag team bros who have my back and helped me get to WrestleMania. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is forfeiting his match to help me get there as well. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. It's not really a match, like really, no one had any incentive. Uh, it's it, it, it's the same as any gauntlet match has really been. I mean, there there are stakes, but like the last one, that there's no reason for the bad guys to fight Kofi except for Vince told them to. Right. And he he like if he picked you to fight the guy that he doesn't want to go to WrestleMania, you figure maybe he'll give me something if I beat him or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it would be nice if that was explained though. Like, well, yes. Well, okay, so. We are going to talk about SmackDown. SmackDown, as has been the case in most recent weeks, especially building up to WrestleMania, is the show to watch if you want to talk about things. Uh, if you don't want to have anything to talk about, you talk about Raw, because Raw has been largely disappointing, and I believe that continued this week. So, in the first segment, we are going to talk about Raw and NXT, which is definitely not a show to be lumped in with Raw, but there's so little to talk about on Raw, I think we'll have plenty of time to talk about <laughs> NXT. And, uh, yeah, then the second segment is going to be dedicated wholly to SmackDown, because they made a couple of decisions on that show that are, are, are worth talking about. So, Raw! We start the episode with a beat the clock challenge and the stakes in this beat the clock challenge are momentum. <laughs> that's that's right. The winner gets that ever important momentum going into WrestleMania, which is still two weeks away. What the hell? And also, why does the Riot Squad have to job out for this? Like, why is it just who could beat the Riot Squad members the fastest instead yeah. of... And there's never. I mean, it was never even mentioned who can beat the Riot Squad and the fastest. It was no if. It was always when. Well, that's not true. There was when Ruby uh, got like a little offense, and she, you know, she she shut down Charlotte. Like Charlotte did not beat the clock. So uh, they did mention, you know, what if what happens if Ruby wins this? Does that mean she gets to be in the match? Like Corey did, I think, call that out for at least a moment. So, but by and large, it was. These three versus these three. How fast can these three women, the awesome women, beat these bad women? They're not even equal. Like the, the Riot Squad has never been presented as three equals. There's a definite pecking order of the Riot Squad. It's yes. Not, it's this is this is not a good control group. No, no. Well, but that did hold true in this match, at least. Like again, Ruby Riot did hold down Charlotte to where she could not beat the clock. What a, a minute thirty-five. It was, it was some ridiculous time that Ronda Rousey set, and uh, against Sarah Logan, I actually I have it, I have it right here. Yeah, she beat Logan, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, then Charlotte failed, and then Becky Lynch, of course, beat Liv Morgan. Because come on, Liv Morgan ran through her entire move set in fifty seconds. It's like, well, what else you got? Nothing. All right, I'm gonna take your arm. <laughs> Liv Morgan so, is a good character. <laughs> yeah. But she is not a great act or wrestler. Not not yet. No, I, I no, mean she's, I, she's not bad. Like I don't, I don't get like worried when she's in the ring or bored. But she's nothing special, and she's not presented as anything that. But she's a lot of fun. I really like her character, and I think the Riot Squad deserves better than this. I've been a very vocal proponent of the Riot Squad not being jobbed out to everybody all the time. 
And as a result of that, they should then put the Riot Squad uh, in the tag match. Absolutely. Put them in the tag title match at, at Mania. Like, there's there's no reason not to. Like, you, you screw around people so often and then, you know, give people shots that they don't deserve. Again, we'll get to that later. So why not just put the Riot Squad in there now saying, hey, for competing in that Beat the Clock Challenge, you get to be in this match now, too. And... You know that we're not going to believe they'll win, probably. But hey, at least it's another couple of uh, competent wrestlers in that match where we don't necessarily have that in every single corner. The world needs a Riot Squad Iconics feud that lasts a good three months. Um, I would like to see Iconics actually feud with somebody instead of just kind of generally make fun of everyone. No, I'm telling. You, I, I want to see. The, I want this to be a lot of wrestling. But I want this also to be a lot of talking. I want to see a lot of shenanigans. But I want to see some good matches. I think there's an interesting dichotomy between these two teams, and I think it would be a lot of fun. And I like both these teams, and they're underutilized. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, the women's battle royal has been announced now, but it did not get announced on either show. It got announced on social media, so that tells you what they think about all the rest of the women that are not involved in this. Well, now that the triple threat for. I guess one title, maybe two. I, I don't. They haven't said anything about the other title being on the line, but I uh, think they did. But we can talk about that in the next section. Okay. Um. Okay. So so Finn Balor took on Bobby Lashley in a, uh, a handicap match, and if he was able to win, he got an Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania. And who did Bobby Lashley pick as his partner to help him? You know, take out Finn Balor. He picked a former champion. And that's all he saw about him. He did not see his name. Former champion, Jinder Mahal. Did they explain that, that he was looking at it like a, a spreadsheet and you're like, give me the former champion? Cause they that, did not. That's, that's okay. what I inferred. Because that's some good headcanon. I like that because, man. Why else would you pick Jinder Mahal? <laughs> yeah. That's like the <laughs> stupidest decision you can make. It's, it's, it's even worse than when he picked Leo Rush to be his, you know, I, that's my, my, uh, handicap partner and you know if either of us get pinned we i lose the title that that's worse than that picking bob picking uh jenner mahal so of course uh finn balor pins jenner mahal very quickly and is in the match so yeah he'll, he'll be fighting for the title at mania and all indications are that he will be the demon uh the the image on the poster uh other scuttlebutt that's been heard this past week uh he'll, he'll probably bring the demon uh, bobby said something about i'll beat the demon out of you at wrestlemania so it, they seem like they're at least subtly or just completely untra- non-transparently pointing towards that i don't know how to feel about this i think a it's gonna be hard to do the demon anytime in within six months of him not being the demon to take on brock lesnar like that he made such a big deal of like, I want to be the man, not the demon, for this most important thing in my life. So why why would he do it here? And if they call it out and say like, no, I've learned from my lesson, and when I go for belts and big stages, I need to be a demon. But if he shows that level of awareness, then the demon can't be undefeated forever. So it's strange. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would like for him to at least mention... You know, I I didn't unleash the demon. I didn't. Uh, the demon didn't come out when I fought Brock Lesnar, and look what happened. So I need to do this here to make sure I'm successful on the grandest stage of them all. Like, just mention that you know I was not the demon for Lesnar, and that that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. If they do I, that, that's then I'm I'm cool with it. 
Yeah, I, they've done a pretty good job recently with uh, kind of calling back to history, and at least, even like you know just months ago. But just you know for that one match, why would you not bring the demon? Like uh, just that that would made would have made so much more sense. So, uh, between Raw and NXT this week, I hate that I don't want to see Aleister Black and Ricochet wrestle together anymore. <laughs> I am. It, it is so exhausting watching them do it every week and it's the same awesome spot fest but that's all it is like the, their opponents never stand a chance because they're not going to mm-hmm. uh they beat the revival this week who are the champions so ostensibly they would get a title match maybe at mania i don't or to kick off i don't maybe next week on raw i don't know uh they uh did win i know you didn't watch nxt so i'll catch you up they did win the dusty classic not surprisingly yeah, I did see the uh, of them squaring off with the the War Raiders. Yeah, with this trophy in the background, it was a nice image, and uh, the the match was decent. Uh, Forgotten Sons, you know, they they brought it. They're not anywhere on the level of any of the other tag teams, really, in in NXT. I don't think, but they uh, they they did a decent job, and it was a good match. But it was always inevitable that Black and Ricochet would win that because unless the Street Profits were named as last second additions to that match for takeover that's that not a match anybody wants to see so so they're just they're just everything is coming up black and ricochet right now and i i i'm kind of hoping because everybody else is one that has won the dusty classic so far has turned on one another that we get that and alistair black just goes pure pure black heart or whatever at takeover and turns on ricochet and maybe they feud for a bit and take it over to the main roster because that's where they are now and I, I would I would love that. I would love to see an Aleister Black that actually, you know, has a reason for something other than I flip and I sit down. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it Putting these two together has been fun, but it's shown that they really don't have a lot of story behind either of them. Their characters are not three-dimensional. They're, they're very good representations of a single concept, of the concept of a flip or of a tattoo. Like, that's basically what they are. But they haven't done anything. Losing hard to the the War Raiders could be a good catalyst for a story. There, there could be something there. Please do something with them, because neither of these gentlemen should be wasted. They are both fantastic. Yeah, and, and right now I think they are, they're not being wasted, definitely, because the crowd, live crowds still want to see them wrestle together. They're, they're still into that. They haven't gotten enough of it. Uh, if, if they haven't seen an NXT show, especially live, then they don't know what they're missing. And it's it's still exciting wrestling. It's just, yeah. there's nothing, there's no three-dimensional. I, I knew that they were going to beat the Revival, and I knew that the match would not really have, uh, the Revival would do a great tag team wrestling match, and then the other guys would win because they're better at the high spots, and that's that, that's what it was. And yeah, I, the revival diver- deserve better, and Black and Ricochet individually deserve better as well. Like mm-hmm. we would have a way stronger singles, and, and, and hell, we had that one singles match where we got to watch them all wrestle for the right to be uh, at Takeover fighting for the title, and that's where you know you get to see the two of them fight individually again. And then it's it, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I, it's still good wrestling, and I'll take good wrestling over bad wrestling. Hey, speaking of that, Sasha Banks fought Natalia. I didn't Why? mean to Why are you necessarily talking about that? because Natalia bad wrestling. Yeah, I know, but like, why bring it up? I, it, it, it was literally the next thing in my notes. Just because you can transition into something doesn't mean you need to talk about it. 
that's what well, that is true but it was it was it was a good segue so i took it you're, you're right i should go away from that uh next up was oh wait baron corbin and apollo cruz sorry wait i uh, keep moving keep moving uh angle and joe was uh interesting i i'm glad they're cutting these uh kurt angle matches shorter and shorter because uh dude angle slammed himself on smackdown somehow and i didn't know that was possible <laughs> You realize picking up a man of Joe's size is a lot harder than it used to be. Well, that, that was on Raw. On SmackDown, he did oh, it to yeah. Orton. And oh, that's right, I, yeah. He, did, he didn't get the full float over and kind of almost it just dropped Orton on his own head. and that uh, He almost it, singed it, him. It, it, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. He's uh, it, not light enough for that. That's that. Sing has to, especially when you think of that name, like Sing, I, I just that says to me, like, that's the sound you hear when he goes mm-hmm. sailing through the air. And then when he lands crunch on his neck, it's. I still I still love the look on Randy Orton's face when he did that. It was just like, oh, I just broke someone. Hope they don't take that out of my pay. <laughs> Nobody cared about him. Uh, I did appreciate Joe running down uh, Boston. And not, not using a sports team, not using any cheap method like that. Just calling them scumbag New England mouth breathers. <laughs> and they I, are. Uh, yes, I, I agreed. And also uh, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. I, I It was so good to see Joe back on Raw just because I know he's doing things on SmackDown. But just uh, whenever Joe shows up and he gets to talk and show off, I just I love it because Joe is... So unappreciated. I know there's so many guys in the roster right now that are unappreciated, but even he having a title right now is unappreciated, and that's that's damn shame. But he will lo- likely get to choke out Rey Mysterio's now giant son, so uh, that that'll be fun at WrestleMania. Yeah, I've <laughs> never been so looking forward to seeing a giant man beat up a child, but. I mean, he's not a child anymore, technically. I mean, he is a child, but he's not a small child. He's not, you know, I'm my dad and, and my uncle, well, quote-unquote uncle, are fighting over my custody. I don't know if you ever saw any of those matches back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Between he and Eddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uncomfortable is the putting it light, mildly. Watching them fight for the custody of this boy. But, uh, yeah, he's he's all grown up now, and he can, he can take a coquina clutch, I bet. But he's been practicing that for a while now. <laughs> So, uh, sadly excited for that. And then, uh, Dean Ambrose once again steps up to the plate and says, Hey, stop beating up my friends, Drew McIntyre. Let's have a last man standing match. And I mean, it's not surprising that it doesn't go well for Dean Ambrose. I have in my notes, I thought Roman might come out to help his brother, but leukemia. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. No, it's hard to out wrestle leukemia. Yeah, well, I I I understand that you got to job out to something, job out to cancer. That's a that's a that's a valid choice. I I think this match could have gone on longer. I, it wasn't a terrible decision that it didn't, but it really looked like Dean was you know maybe it could have gotten up, but then they're like, oh Dean, stay down. We have to go off the air now. Like it's eleven o'clock. Just stay down. <laughs> I, I know you can get up from that, but don't. <laughs> just 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 lay there. It's gonna be okay. You're not you're not gonna be here anyways. Don't worry. He will be. He's coming back. Oh, uh, that that conspiracy theory. I forgot. You just will not let it die. What? Why would he do any of this if he's not coming back? Anyway, uh, because he, I don't know. I I really can't come up with a good reason why Dean Ambrose is doing anything he's doing right now. So, but that's been the case with Dean Ambrose for like the last two or three years. So, it, it, 
it it's even booking at this point. It's 50, 50, uh, NXT, uh, had, a, had a good women's match uh, featuring, you know, women that we don't see a whole lot of right now. It was, uh, 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 Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah who are a tag team now. And they are, they are what people think might be sexy. They, they wear, they, they wear outfits. I was watching it with my wife last night. And I'm like, wow, get a load of those two. And she's like, Ooh, did nobody look at them before they came out? <laughs> it's a, it's a look. And then uh Lacey Lane, who was in the Mayan classic and also Casey Catanzaro, who is the uh, girlfriend of Ricochet and former American Ninja warrior competitor. She's the one in the Royal rumble that did the climb up the, the, the uh, ring post spot yeah 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 I didn't re- okay yeah. interesting yeah uh so they, they they have a decent match and of course it's interrupted by Shayna Baszler and her friends because Shayna Baszler fears any woman that's on the roster right now so but also no um women. and also don't worry Shafir and Duke are just as ineffective as ever <laughs> like they barely got drop kicked on the apron and go flying and that's that's literally all the the contribution they made to this um and the other match is uh, complete throwaway it was matt riddle showing he can beat kona reeves do you know who kona reeves is no should i know who kona reeves is no absolutely not that was what i was hoping your answer would be okay that's why he beats kona reeves in like two minutes because nobody cares he kind of looks like a younger rock but with a lot longer hair (laughs) and way more full of himself than the rock ever was or deserved to be so the rock was pretty full of himself but okay Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. That may that's not the way to put it then. He he doesn't he doesn't put he does he puts up and he does not deserve I don't know. My my <laughs> words are failing me this morning, obviously. He is he cannot back up what he says. You really, saying he doesn't just, know his role? I have had like three strokes by the time <laughs> I got through that sentence. That was rough. Uh brain no worky this morning. And, uh, yeah, the Duxie Rhodes cl- Tag Team Classic Finals, Black and Ricochet, heading to take over New York to take on the War Raiders. And that match will rule, because those War Raiders are going to throw Ricochet everywhere. <laughs> They're going to play catch. I I wouldn't doubt it, and I'm also here for it. Like, please, yes. Yeah, so, that could be so, really fun. Um, do you... You don't think they're going to, we kind of mentioned this, but you don't think they're going to try and keep Black and Ricochet as champions ever, right? They're not going to do that. War Raiders all the way, right? Right? I I expect some kind of a a, a schmoz finish. Like Black, Black turns on Ricochet, uh, Street Profits are now heels, and they get so mad that they got eliminated so early that they come out and ruin the match. Uh, I... I don't think Black and Ricochet would just win cleanly, no. Not, especially not with them beating the Revival this week. Uh, I, I could see them becoming Raw Tag Champions, like, this week, before Mania, and they throw together a kickoff match for the two of them so they can keep them on the card but not have it be, you know, too high. Uh, no, if, I don't I don't think they'll beat War Raiders. If they became the Raw Tag Team Champions and then had to face off with the NXT Tag Team Champions and the NXT Tag Team Champions beat them, what does that say? I mean, yeah, you've, you've got power <laughs> struggles that you've got to watch out for. But uh, 
I don't know. I, I, all this stuff has been thrown up in the air when Ciampa got injured. And I mean, I would like for the Royal Raiders not to lose the titles yet because we never saw them wrestle after they won. Yeah, I don't think we've seen any. Have we? Have they wrestled? Have they defended the titles at all? I don't think so. Boo. They I certainly do not remember any matches. Merkin fools every day. Yeah, I mean, they should have been. Fools. Even if it's Viking. like new guys that are like up and coming, like just throw someone. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's see why you got those titles in the first place instead of. Yeah, that that is bizarre that they have not really been on the show since they won at the last takeover. So, yeah, that, that's confusing, Jason. Well, unfortunately, it's just going to stay that way because in the next segment we're talking about the confusing—I won't even say mess, but just the confusing situation that was SmackDown Live. We'll see. Uh, talk about that after the break, and we're back to talk about SmackDown Live. Easily the best main roster thing that the WWE does these days. So we'll, we'll get out of the way uh, from the two big topics that we have. Uh, Styles and Angle meet for the Kurt Angle Farewell Tour, which is, uh, they do mention several times, I think on Raw and on SmackDown, this is the first time these men have met in WWE. So they uh, kind of kind of calling back, but not really to their their TNA time and the fact that they had a, a storied rivalry there. And I want to say that that was uh, the first rivalry for Kurt Angle when he arrived was was AJ Styles. So would not surprise me. I can't. Uh, that was so long ago. I I only was by the time Kurt Angle went over, I was only uh, tangentially aware of what was going on in TNA. So. I don't remember, but I remember them fighting a lot. So, because AJ Styles was the face that ran that place, to borrow another term that he would steal later on in his career. So, I'm bringing it all full circle. And speaking of bringing it full circle, uh, beloved historian and wonderful sin eater of our lives, Brandon Stroud, did point out that, uh, so they started that match with Angle headbutting uh, AJ Styles, and their... Or maybe it was the other way around. I think it was the other way around. Because their TNA rivalry, like Kurt Angle arrives, that's the first thing he does is like headbutt AJ Styles. So it's it's it was a nice callback if, you know, fans have paid attention to that, which I did not. But uh, luckily, somebody like he did and called that out to us. So that, that was nice. I, I liked that callback to history that nobody remembers. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to find a lot of TNA aficionados these days. Which is a shame. It TNA is. had a lot of good things going for it when it was good. It just hasn't always been good. But neither has the WWE. So, mm. No, I was going to say, a lot of the stuff we're talking about now is how bad some of the things are now. So Impact, I mean, has its stars right now, too. So they... they we, we should, if we could both find an episode of that, we should watch that for an episode and just... I mean, the stories would make no sense, which it looks like half of them don't make sense anyways, but uh, just the, the wrestling and see see what we thought. Maybe, maybe we'll do that sometime after Mania. Yeah, uh, occasionally Frank Gibson's uh, podcast, This Is Awesome, will do a TNA match, and I'll go back and watch it. There's been some really good ones. Uh, one was AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels just in an amazing three-way. So there's there's a lot of quality stuff there that we could take advantage of. Sweet. Also, I, 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 I do think, uh, now that I realize, I, I'm totally misreading that. Uh, I think that headbutt thing was actually between Joe and Angle, not Angle and Styles. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's because that Joe headbutted Kurt in this match, and uh, Kurt was the first one to lay the headbutt on in uh, when he arrived in TNA. So my apologies for that. Luckily, I corrected myself before 
the show got posted because that would be embarrassing for all of you five people out there listening. Um, more of you should should find other people and, and tell them about this so they can hear about my embarrassing mistakes. I make them all the time. <laughs> if that's what brings people to the show, man. Yes. <laughs> if I have what brings the boys to the yard, it is screwing up on a podcast. Uh, the Miz wants to add another stipulation to his match because he's not, he's not satisfied with just Shane beating the holy hell out of him at WrestleMania. He wants him to do it everywhere. So they make it a false count anywhere match, but not before they call out the guardians of the independent scene and other wrestlers that we don't get to see very often. Sanity. There's sanity. The colognes. Hey, Shelton Benjamin, we remember you. Shelton, do you remember when you got to go over to raw and fight Seth Rollins for a week? Nope. Neither do we. Being a little harsh to all these gentlemen. These are all consummate professionals. Uh, they, yeah, they can be, but, um, not not this night. So that that's now uh, gonna make that match uh, much easier for Shane McMahon to find tall things to jump off of. So uh, hats off, <laughs> hats off to everybody involved. First, I, I I realized what you meant that he's gonna jump off all this Appledean and stuff. But for some reason, I thought he was gonna jump off a Killian Dane or something. And it's like, ah, it's not the most impressive thing he's done. <laughs> I would have no problem involving all those people in this match because at least it gives them something to do that's not the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that's going to be won by two guys from Saturday Night Live anyways. No, it's not. Braun Strowman's going to literally murder both of them and then Scarlett Johansson will be available for dating. Why Scarlett Johansson? Isn't she dating one of them? Could be. I don't know. I don't... I, I usually follow the celebrity gossip, but I'm not up on that one, so... uh you may have just won up to me on the, on the Us Weekly. Very uh, well done. I, I only know it because I heard it in a podcast, a wrestling podcast that I listened to yesterday. So, uh, I I would believe that 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 sounds not like something I would not believe. I, I would not make up for any reason. So, um, so we get another gauntlet match. This one once again with Daniel Bryan as the final boss. I do not mind having all these gauntlet matches with Daniel Bryan as the final boss. They are fun. But, okay, let's stop now. Yeah. Because we got Kofi there. We did it. You can let's... you can space a good thing out, WWE. You found something that people really like. That that It's a good visceral, visceral storytelling device that all of us who grew up playing Street Fighter can just kind of instantly understand and get behind. But, but two weeks in a row... Two weeks in a row? That's just lazy. I will say, so it is nice that they've done, uh, Kofi's run the gauntlet twice now, so he gets the night off. Like, he doesn't have to wrestle. His buddies are going to wrestle for him. So that was nice. At least he got, you know, to watch from the back on the TV. And this is a tag gauntlet. So it is, I I, I get it, it's an, a gauntlet match, and yes, these are exhausting, and they take up an hour, and but it's also really good wrestling. We get to watch tag matches, which we don't get to watch very often anymore on the main roster at all and uh it, it also had some 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 fun moments the best of course being with the new day and the usos uh we're gonna run through the entire gauntlet though real quick just to to recap it all good brothers up good brothers down <laughs> sorry good brothers up up good brothers down down yeah uh, aew needs need some good brothers go there 
It'll be it'll be gooder it, it, for you, brothers. I, everything sounds like it's pointing that direction. I don't know why they would stick around here anymore. So, uh, up next, Rusev Nakamura. They 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 put on a little bit better fight. Um, I love when Big E's gyrations are so angry. <laughs> When he's not doing it to be funny and silly, he's doing it because he's mad. But he still has to. I'm still Big E, so I still got to gyrate. <laughs> it's just a nervous. Th- like you know how some people have to bounce their legs, some people have to twirl a pen, and they have their happy twirl and their angry twirl. He's, his his mid region has the same thing. It's just got to gyrate. You can just tell by how it goes, how he's feeling. It's his tell. He'd be really get- you- bad at poker. Gets a good hand, knocks a table over. Can you imagine if he had, uh, if there was like a, a fighting game style stance, like where he, where he does, just the, the idle animation, where he just stands there with that dead look in his eyes and his <laughs> hips are just gyrating towards you. <laughs> that would be very good, especially if, if like Kofi's like in the back just bouncing around. That would be a, that would be a fun animation. I'd like to see that. That'd be amazing. Uh, so of course they fall and we get New Day in the bar and uh, I, I think this is the longest of the matches. And uh, with good reason, because I mean the bar is you know always up there on top, and the new day that they they've had hell they've gone to war just as much as the new day and the Usos it feels like oh, so. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I, I, this is this is one of those where in the middle of the gauntlet match, or I guess in the other ones we've had the beginning of the gauntlet match, it always has at least one match that's like oh wow this this could have easily been its own standalone thing. This is great, and uh. New Day comes out on top again, of course. I really expected this to be where uh, the the bar would do the job that Rowan did before and, you know, just beat the holy crap out of them. And they did. They just waited until they actually had a match with them as well. So I, I guess that makes them look a little less like hired muscle and they still get to, you know, do the thing and beat them down so they can't possibly beat their next opponents. Yeah. Which happens to be the, the Usos and... I've seen online many places, and I I agree. This is I personally I felt the same way. This moment between the Usos and the New Day was one of the best moments of the past year. I mean, it was a great moment. It's, it's no. It was, it was great because standing on the it, steps with her arms raised and blood pouring down her face. Uh, that was definitely that was a better moment. memorable. Yes. Well, I mean, that's uh, yes. Uh, th- I like this one because it built on history. Yeah, I mean, and it it made sense. Like everybody was saying, you know, like that this is what should happen when the Usos get out there. They should lay down or something. That, do something that just says, "Sorry, we're not going to fight you. You get you deserve this." And that's exactly what happened. And they they just forfeit and walk out. And I uh, I admit I got I got a little teary eyed. It was it was a nice. It was sweet. It was uh, deserved. It was everything it should be. And also ruined. Because nope, we got one more tag team. They they made smart at the end of the beginning of this one. They did not name how many tag teams would be coming out, and so the final one is the one that I thought would be coming out after the the bar, and that's Brian and Rowan, of course. How'd they Lucky get from us, beating big... up that TV to the to ready to go so fast? Uh, maybe that boosted their stats. Or, I don't or know. Is that his new training regimen? Because he's so anti-consumerist, he just beats up electronics. It just breaks every every owned item in the arena. I, th- that would make sense, sure. Uh, that those TVs can't be good for the environment. So 
yeah they get he gets mad in the backstage starts trashing stuff rowan says oh wait i'm with you i should trash stuff too so they just <laughs> trash the entire locker room at one point rowan throws a table and it almost hits daniel bryan in the head and i'm like okay guys calm down calm down just come on out just having fun man yeah they were and and you could tell but uh Luckily for us, Big E remembered that when you flip the announcer table over, don't go through it. If you flip it over, it weighs five tons. Yes. And you cannot get up. And Put that uh, on a big guy. Don't watch it back because it's it's easy to watch Rowan like getting in place. Like He, he knows that he can't like lay this way because his face will be seen. He needs to show his feet so you can't see his face. And so he he wiggles around to get in place right before Big E dumps it on him. And it's... it's it kind of breaks it, but I mean, you're also dumping that silly table on somebody and expecting they can't get up, so whatever. Yeah. It's a it's a good visual, and uh, Rowan can't answer the 10 count, so they lose, and Kofi's going to WrestleMania. I thought that was a great way to end it with a, a count-out victory. Count-out victories are underutilized, I think, and I think this was a good way to, to show, like, at the end with so much going on, the only way to pull through is with a little bit of stratagem, so I loved it. Sure. I, Yeah. I, other than the fact that, that we know that table, you know that Eric Rowan could lift that absolutely no problem. If you buy into that, then yes, it was it was good. And uh, Kofi gets to come out and celebrate with his boys. And now we're just going to go to WrestleMania and have him beat Daniel Bryan, right? Let's just let's just do that. I've heard the fantasy booking. I know that everybody says New Day's going to turn on him when he loses at WrestleMania or something like that. Yeah. I just I just want to see friendship prevail and Kofi Kingston become champion. And that maybe sounds like fantasy on the booking by somebody who doesn't have any friends and just hates the concept of friendship or doesn't know how it works and just wants to vent. That's to be fair. Stupid. It's actually that you just described WWE. I know, but they don't like friends. They don't like friends. This should be, I mean, the whole their whole shtick has been the power of teamwork and positivity and friendship and all this stuff and working together. It needs to pay off. And I, I said it last show that we are in a very precarious situation where there are three matches that need to go the face's way at WrestleMania, and that's a lot to ask for. So we might get disappointed somewhere, somehow, but I'm going to be okay. really sad well, about hey, all of them. Well, there you go. You said not to hit all segues, but this is a good one because, man, we'll talk about some disappointment. We have Oscar. Uh, well, she is the cha- she was the champion going into SmackDown. So we had Carmella, Naomi, uh, Rose, and Deville fighting in a four way match, and whoever won that was going to take on Oscar at WrestleMania for the title. And then something happened that scared the shit out of Vince McMahon or whoever books that show. And they decided, okay, let's open the mat, open the show with uh, Becky running down Charlotte, saying, "You know, I'm I'm this, and Becky or Ronda's this. Charlotte, what do you bring to this match? Like, you really don't deserve to be here." And Charlotte says, "Yeah, I do. Watch." And she goes out there and has a decent match with Oscar, and then pins her and wins the championship. This is one of the more, I I it surprising but not in a good way things that they've done in quite some time yeah this is stupid and i'm mad i don't i an injury to somebody is like the only thing that i can think of or the fact that they again fantasy booking i've heard that you know at the end of the night you get your moment with the four horsewomen of nxt all holding up gold but yeah so people have said that but why in the heck would the uh <sighs> boss and hug connection run out there with their belts and hold them up at that point because they're all they all did it 
They they main evented WrestleMania and but they're they all together. But they didn't main event WrestleMania. Their friends main evented but, WrestleMania. You don't get to go out there friends, just because you're friends with them, but, and you're not friends with them right now in kayfabe. So stay in the back, ladies. I, I, I yeah. You I, don't get to take away Oscar's belt just for this stupid picture. That doesn't make any sense. The no, it doesn't. Only way I, that this I, can work out in my mind is if now that Oscar's in the women's royal, I. I literally want her to shoot murder somebody and hold her head up as an example of why she needs that belt back. And she just becomes a terror that just destroys people until and, and actively goes on the hunt for the type one of the titles. doesn't matter which one, because we need a strong we've, we've done so great of making these three women look really strong and c- creating a compelling story. And then it's all going to be over after WrestleMania, and one of them leaves, and one of them has a belt, and one of them is, I don't know. So they need to move something to move on for, and a vengeful Asuka could be that. But she also could have just been a, a happy Asuka with her belt, and then I would be happy. Yeah, I, I, I'm perplexed. I don't, I, I didn't see it live. I decided not to watch SmackDown live this night, and, uh, saw on twitter you know like okay why why are we opening with charlotte and oscar and they're like why are we opening this opening with charlotte and oscar for the title and i'm like wait what that wasn't even close to announced and then you know soon after that tweets coming through of hey charlotte's champion i don't know why but charlotte's champion and i'm like okay why why do i pick the the one night i pick not to do that they do the most asinine thing they could possibly do uh but hey it's got us talking so, you know, that's what they want. Well, yeah, but uh, no press is bad press. I don't know. It's <laughs> it, it just sucks for Asuka. And I know it's, it's you know, oh, you're being worked, bro. But I'm being worked, but I'm also, like, this person does not deserve this. Like, this, this person deserves so much better than you're giving them. And, I mean, there's only so many places you can go for opportunities in the WWE. Like, you can go back to NXT and start taking on people there, but that's I, I don't care if you're going back there to, you know, lay people out. It still looks like a demotion now because you have people get called up from NXT. And if you're not fighting for the title on SmackDown or Raw, what are you doing? I, I, another fantasy booking thing is, is that they're unifying the titles, which don't do that I don't either know why right you would do that. Yeah, they, yeah that's... At some point, if they if they get rid of the brand split, you'll need to unify the titles, and then you'll need to create a secondary women's title at least. But do that after the fact, and don't don't do that now. I did see something where, uh, from the same podcast where I found out about Skojo and Hobro. I don't know what his name even is. I can't remember. But uh, I, I use that name for you because I know you're a celebrity gossip fan. And not really. I I didn't know about that one. So you didn't know about Scojo? Who's Scojo? Scarlett Johansson. You've never heard of I mean, referred I, to I, as Scojo? I mean, it doesn't make any sense because her name's Scarlett, not Scor Scarlett. <laughs> I don't you're, think Scojo is a thing. I think you listen to bad. You're getting bad intel. People, I'm not sure I believe your intel anymore. Scojo is a thing. I've heard many people refer to her as Scojo. I don't know why. Like that's the kind of I've heard Scarjo. That's the kind I've of heard Scarjo because that one makes sense. That doesn't rhyme. Scojo doesn't. It's Scojo does. This is not. What did you hear on that wrestling podcast? That they're, they're going to. That they're going to set it up so that it's whoever gets pinned loses their belt, which doesn't make a lick of sense because 
then a why is Becky even in the match? Uh, there's no no incentive like there's no incentive to pin her, or Ronda pins Charlotte, then she's a dual champion. That doesn't make sense. Like it's it would be an there's could be an interesting story there set up, but I don't know what it is. And uh, the only thing I could think of is they make it a fatal four way. Becky puts the the disarmor on Ronda while Oscar gets the Oscar lock on Charlotte at the exact same time and they tap at the exact same moment so they both get a belt but Oscar's not in the match like none of this makes any sense it's also possible that uh Charlotte and Becky going into this match kind of were on even levels like they they it wasn't uh, Charlotte was chosen to be in the match and that's the only reason she's there but they're they're both without a title so with charlotte going in with the title becky is once again the clear underdog so that yeah but if they really want that to be the story going in then that's why they did it i don't that's I, why the, where I they're don't really getting weak though in this whole thing is they've gone full hog on becky being the underdog becky two years ago was an underdog the becky lynch that we all fell in love with and got stoked about all this morning is not an underdog she's a bad age she goes in there and she breaks ladies arms and it's awesome and now she's just like they, they've they've gone back to that well too much. They tried to make her the new Stone Cold. Stone Cold was never an underdog. No. I mean, well, he was, but by the end of the night, he would come out on top because he would do something insane, and well, he, you'd realize, oh, this man's willing to do anything. Well, but he was to... never an underdog. He was disadvantaged, absolutely. But there's a difference between being at a disadvantage and being an underdog. True. Yes, and and yeah, yeah, and and but they've they've tried to make her an under. They've Sammy Zander. Yeah, so uh, we'll see this last week. This is the last week before WrestleMania, so we're gonna see. I they usually do some other kind of screwy thing going into WrestleMania that you know resets ex- expectations for at least one match. So who knows? Who knows where we're gonna end up once we finally get there? But we are almost there, and that is exciting. And uh. Everything's coming together, and I'm, I'm very excited for all the wrestling that's going to be that weekend. But that is going to do it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. We thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. You can leave a review while you're there, if that's possible. Uh, if you like this show, you can also listen to our other shows. We do Digital Strips. That is a webcomics podcast. Is the first and best webcomics podcast on the planet. Uh, we've done that for many years, and we have lots of webcomics. If you like comics and you need something to read, good lord, do we have a lot to talk about on there. <laughs> we got the you have got You have got some episodes to catch up on. And we also do Today I Learned Nothing, where we kind of collect everything that doesn't really fit into another neat and tidy podcast, and we put it there. And it's uh, it's funny, and it's very little insight and uh if you are a nerdy dad that's kind of just coming up with some with kids then you you probably appreciate a lot of the stories there's a lot of poop we talk about yeah i, I wouldn't say you have to be a nerdy dad to, to like this show though granted if you're listening to this show you that good chance applies to you but this is a very open podcast anyone can enjoy it we talk about our butts again poop and butts how could you turn that down uh you can find this show on Twitter at P Grapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler. I'm individually at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. And I remain Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. We are here. We're finally almost here. Everybody stop screwing everything up. <laughs> on Pro Grapplers.
Pro Grapplers.